Welcome to the Ride With Us podcast, presented by the American Coaster Enthusiasts, the world's largest ride enthusiast organization dedicated to the appreciation, promotion, and preservation of roller coasters around the globe. So please keep your hands and feet inside the podcast at all times as we welcome your hosts, Jessica Gardner and John Davidson. Hello, enthusiasts. In case you haven't heard, this year's Preservation Conference is taking place August 25th through the 27th in New York, Playland Park, Adventureland, Luna Park at Coney Island, and Dino's Wonder Wheel at Coney Island. And today, we are so excited to have someone on the podcast who we've wanted to chat with since his amazing, widely talked about presentation at No Coaster Con. So please welcome to the podcast, Dino John, aka DJ Verderes. DJ, thank you so much for being here with us. Oh my God, thank you for having me. You're excited. I'm excited to be here. I've been listening to your show forever. And, really? uh, oh, that's so yeah. great. And He's I love fan. what you guys, I'm a huge fan. I love what you guys <laughs> stand for. I love what you guys do. I love your message of inclusion. And I love that you can do it on a roller coaster. I mean, what's better than that? That's the best thing ever, right? So you're a roller coaster nerd yourself? Yeah, actually, like the Phoenix, when we, when we built the Phoenix, I, you know, I've been in the theme park my whole life. But when we built the Phoenix, I was like, let me ask, you know, the enthusiasts what they think. Let's see if they think we should give Vacoma a chance, because I hear they're and the enthusiasts are the ones who told us, yes, give Vacoma a chance. They're, they're, they're this new style of Vacoma. Nobody in the United States knows about it, but they're doing really well. And I like ask you guys in your community, what should we do? What terms should we use? How should we build it? And the coaster is kind of like a collaboration between us, the park, and you guys, the enthusiasts. So I'm That's in amazing. debt to you guys for your feedback. And thank you for accepting me as one of your own. I'm an ACE member myself, and I'm proud of it. Well, we're so lucky to have you. That's amazing. I love hearing uh, that we were so involved. I didn't know that, and now I know. And uh, yeah, I think you did the right thing. <laughs> yeah, of course. I can't wait. I hope we can build another one. Man, that'll be great. Let's get into talking about that. But before we do, let's start at the very beginning. A very good place to start. I know you're a musical theater fan like I am. <laughs> Where? Tell me, tell me your life story. Where are you from? Tell us about you. For anybody who might not know who you are, what's, what's your origin story? Where are you from? Where do you live? Uh, born and raised in New York City. Uh, Grew up in Queens, went to school in Manhattan, and I work in Brooklyn. So, you know, I got most of the boroughs covered. And you've got to tell um, us about your family. Yes, that's why I'm here is because (laughs) of my family. And it's um, we own and operate Dino's Wonder Wheel Park. It's the smaller of the two parks here in Coney Island. But we've been here my whole life. My grandfather is the one who started in this place. He started out selling ice cream on a push cart, eventually selling hot dogs on a push cart. Then he did what all Greeks do. They open diners. and um, <laughs> Well, they make the happen- best food. I mean, what are you going to do? <laughs> well, that's what happens when two Greeks meet. They open a diner. But um, he opened a, a little shop here in Coney Island. Eventually, they needed a mechanic for the kitty section. He says, I can be a mechanic. Who knows if he really could at the time, but he decided to take on the job. So mm-hmm. he did that. And then they liked him and his family so much that the owner of the kitty park and the land of the kitty park that we operate today said, why don't you take it over? Why don't you pay me slowly and take it over and I'll give you a lease. That became, it went from Ward's Kitty Park to Dino's Kitty Park. Then the Wonder Wheel went for sale back in 1983. Now this is a time in New York City where nobody wanted to be in Coney Island. I mean, we, ha- we still have a little bit of a reputation, but I think we've 
us and our partners here at Luna, Luna Park have done a pretty good job of, you know, turning the corner of that reputation and bringing this place back up. But back in the 80s and 70s, it was uh, not a great place to visit. It was kind of rough. I mean, it, it was kind, kind of, of rough. It always yeah. had a soul. It always had some kind of, it was always special. Like New York City was always special. It always had its own soul and its own charisma. But it was a little rough. So we were able to get in and uh, we purchased the Wonder Wheel. It was falling apart at the time. And my family took on the responsibility to rebuild it. And then in 1986, there was a fire that wiped out another amusement park and stopped right at the Wonder Wheel. And um, we, were, we were lucky it stopped. I have pictures where it where part of part of the paint was singed, but it didn't go past that. And uh, then the guy who owned that said, well, you know, I'm out. We took over that property and we have uh, Dino's Wonder Wheel Park today. Then um, during the pandemic, the land next to that went for sale. And that's where we put our new Phoenix roller coaster. So that's the, the quick story. Wow. But that's I will a, say that's one, a lot. That's, a, one, that's I have so many questions. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's, it, I will say one, one fun story, which is why Ferris wheels are so romantic and why the Wonder Wheel in my family is even more romantic. My grandparents were dating in the 40s. My grandfather just got back uh, from serving his time World War II. He wasn't overseas, but he served in the army. And they were on a date in Coney Island. And he proposed and he says, look, I don't have enough money to buy you a ring. But if you look over there at that big Ferris wheel, I promise one day I'll buy you that one. And then everyone will know that I bought you the biggest ring in the world. And it took- Stop it. Is that the most romantic thing you've ever heard? Is that true? That's going to be one of those. (laughs) Listen, I wasn't there, but that's what I heard. That's what my grandmother told me. She goes, that's mine. Don't anybody tell you otherwise. I mean, that's a yes. That's a a (laughs) yes, yes. please. (laughs) So he he traded the hot dogs for the Ferris wheel. I mean, did he have any sort of mechanical background? Just sort of like learn as you know. go? I mean, I think I think it was a different time. I think people learned as they went. I think, you know, people were more mechanically inclined. I think he was always curious. You know, everyone in, in my family was always curious. You know, I'm always pushing my son to be curious because uh, I think with curiosity comes comes a lot of knowledge and just helps you figure things out and in the future. I think a lot of Acers are curious. They want to, they want to go check out that next element, that next, uh, you know, that's one thing we all share. We love it. We love talking about it. We love learning about it. Yep, and that's it. The, the more that you learn, I feel like the more exciting that it gets and the more there is to love and the more reasons to get back on the, the ride, the coaster, the attraction. And ride to, it over and over again to really to ride it over pay and over attention again. to why things are a certain way. And I think, you know, you know, we all share in that. We all have, why, why does this engine work the way it does? So this is a family business then. So it started with your grandfather and then, yeah. and then, it, then your parents, how, how did that then, work? So my grandfather had four children and they were involved in the business, right? And it was uh, Risa, Helen, Steve, and Dennis were, were them in the, uh, when uh, my grandfather passed, it became my father and my uncle, Steve and Dennis. And now it's, um, they're still up here. They're still working their butts off. And they've got their kids, us, who are uh, along for the ride too. Couldn't be happier. Couldn't be more privileged. Oh, we appreciate wow. we appreciate the responsibility. It is a privilege. That's amazing. I love this so much. This whole the whole family whole family business. Um, so, did you always love amusement parks and roller coasters, or was it really just this park for you? I think I no. I always loved it. We used to go to Disney. You know, what would people do who own an amusement park? They go to Disney. They go to other amusement parks <laughs> in the off season. So 
you know, off season, we're very hands-on. So I'm always here doing maintenance and my cousins and my, my father and uncle, we're always here, you know, we take everything apart ourselves, but, um, but yeah, in the off season, it was, we all played hooky from school for a week and went to Disney and I'm going to take my kids and do the same thing. And now throw Dollywood in there. Cause I love Dollywood. Oh my goodness. Dollywood's incredible. And yeah. Fiesta, Texas. So I've got like mm-hmm. trips lined and my wife's like, well, can't we go to a beach? I was like, no, we have to go to an amusement park. <laughs> How about Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk? They're a family there, park oh, that also has idea. a beach. There we go. I'm just saying, I can throw They've some. Got a, <laughs> and a solar-powered Ferris wheel, which I appreciate. Come so. on, why not? Yeah, right. Maybe there's some sort of you know family across coasts. I don't know. I'm just saying. Am I working on a collab here? I don't. Anyway. Yeah, I think I think you got it. I have to mention that to my wife tonight. <laughs> Honey, so, I got an idea. <laughs> let's talk about uh, your park. What What are some of your favorite attractions? Walk us through. If, if someone's never been there, what could they expect? Well, if you come to Coney Island, the number one thing to do, the number one and two things to do are the Wonder Wheel and the Cyclone. Now, the yes. Cyclone is run by our, our neighbors at Luna, but you've got to ride the Cyclone. If you're in Coney Island, what, you've got to ride the Wonder Wheel. And can you explain that? You know, are you rivals? Are you collab? Like, how does that how I think. Does that I think we, I think as far as, um, two neighboring amusement parks go, we collaborate pretty well. I think we're very friendly with each other. I know that I'm always looking to make partnerships with them. I think one special thing about Coney Allen is we don't compete with each other. We complement each other. Nice. So we do our best to work together. And I think the more we work together in the future, I think the better this place will be. So I have some ideas that I'm going to pitch them towards the end on maybe increasing that collaboration a little bit just to help the guest experience even more. Well, I've got to think you both have the same goals, you know, get more people. I think there, so too. I think so too. Awareness. Okay. All right. But back to your park, back to your favorite attraction. So the cyclone. Favorite the attraction Wheel. is definitely the Wonder Wheel. I mean, what do you expect me to say? Even yeah. <laughs> but it is. The Wonder Wheel means a lot to me. It means a lot to my family. I, you know, my, our family's uh, blood and sweat are in there. Our hearts are in there. So that's definitely my favorite. Um, Spookorama, which is our uh, 1955's dark ride. Which when Acers come, I have an idea. I have to actually talk to Elizabeth Ringus and, and the, the staff behind the scenes about that. I want to put like a little hologram with some ace, yes. uh, oh, some ace stuff l- in there. Little Easter egg. We love that stuff. Yes, yeah, so yeah. throw some Easter eggs in there. So if you guys give me some logos, maybe if you're coming to Preservation Con, there'll be some little Easter eggs in the park. So Ooh, look at, he's look promised out it them. now. He's promised it now. So now it's going to happen. I'm ready. Now, it I have it. I have it on the, I have to work <laughs> on it, but I have it here. So it's going to, it's getting into final cut pro and it's going to get worked on. Well, if you do, we'll take a million pictures of it. So uh, yeah, <laughs> we'll get those okay. logos to you for sure. Okay. What else? So we have that. We have our, um, the Phoenix, which is the of new Bacoma roller coaster that was a uh, custom built for, for the site. And, um, might have some news on that too. So it's news. a good thing people are listening to the podcast because I haven't said anything about it yet, but we're, the one thing that I don't like about the Phoenix is it's too short. You know, it's a uh, 60 seconds, lift, till and ride at 60 seconds. So we're working on making that a little longer. I'll let you Whoa. speculate on the how. Oh, what? This is huge. Okay. Yeah, it's not that big. I'm not, we're not, I'll give you a hint. We're not adding track or anything, but you can pretty, pretty much figure it out. But that's why you listen. Because okay. they haven't told okay. anybody about this yet. So hopefully right. it'll be ready by the time uh, we're working with Bacoma, but hopefully it'll be ready by the time uh, Preservation Con comes. Wow, that's like a month away. All right. Yeah, we're All working right. on it. We're, we'll figure it out. Very exciting. Breaking news, perhaps. Breaking news. That's why you have to listen. That's why you have to listen. Wow. See, thanks, DJ. I appreciate it. You're getting more I can listeners. give you some more while, while we're doing the breaking news. So Let's so do we it. We didn't tell anybody. We didn't tell anybody. But um, when, when Preservation Con comes, we're going to give everybody like a little voucher. 
and you can trade it in for a Nathan's hot dog. Oh, nice. If that helps, if you're on the fence, like, should I go? Should I not go? So there you go. You have a free Nathan's hot dog. Well, ACE also stands for uh, all you can eat. All you can eat. (laughs) You already know. Okay. I'm a member. Come on. I've been to events. (laughs) You know what we're all about. You're one of us. I know what you're all about. That's why I love it so much. I love all you can eat, but it's not going to be at the main Nathan store. It's going to be at our satellite location. So we have a small little trailer at the base of the wonder wheel and it'll, it'll be just for the hot dog, no sodas or fries or anything. We won't be able to keep up, but you can get the hot dog. Those we can, we can knock those out pretty quick. Listen, you're Coney Island. You need a hot dog. You're in New York city. You know, you got to get the full experience. So I think that helps. I think that'll help. And what else, what else can we say? Um, Oh, I had an idea. Maybe we're not Dollywood, but we're trying. Like if you're going to, if you're going to follow somebody, then that's the person you follow. But, um, we're going to do, um, for the, for the, um, ERT, I was thinking maybe we can do like coasters and cupcakes. What? So anybody who, anybody who comes early can, uh, can just chill under the Phoenix and maybe we'll, uh, you know, share some stories and have some cupcakes. I mean, that's pretty great. You know, who needs coffee? You know I prefer cupcakes, a little sugar rush before you get on a coaster. Yes. <laughs> exactly. But it's like, it feels like, you know, I'm going back to school, right? You ever, you remember when you were in high school or junior high school and you're going back to school and then you get to have your friends over for the first time. Like it's yeah. a new year and my friends are coming over. That's what I feel like. I was like, that's oh, my friends like. are going to come over. So, so it's like preservation <laughs> I, have to, I have to bring cupcakes for the front for my friends. But that's I mean, I, I, I appreciate you guys. I, I have so much fun at the events. I'm having so much fun now talking to you. So, so let's have a good time. Let's, I'll, I'll see if we can come up with more. My mom has some ideas too. So we'll, we'll have some more surprises when you guys get here. Can't tell you everything, but okay. come. So if you're on the fence for, for preservation con, then uh, come, I promise there's, 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 we're not the bigger parks. There's, there's not those big thrill rides, but we, we're going to try to make up for it in whatever soul that we can, whatever spirit that we can, whatever um, personalized, hey, let's all get together and share stories that we can. I love it. We, we want to hear all the stories. In fact, I, I have even more questions for you, if that's okay. Do you still have time? Shoot, I see shoot. you there in your office, and I want to make sure I'm not taking up too uh, I'm much in the of your shop. time. I'm in the You're shop. You're in the shop okay. here. My father just got in, too, so uh, if you hear noise going in. So that's it. He's here. My brother's here. Park's taken care of. Amazing. Uh, all right. So listen, what? tell me um, any chat. I want to talk a little bit more about the Wonder Wheel. Um you know, this is such an iconic, I mean, this is, it's Dino's Wonder Wheel, right? So are there certain challenges in preserving it that are unique to this ride? Can you, can yeah. you talk a little bit about that? I mean, there's, there's, um, it's, we were, we're hands-on. Anything we do with the wheel, we have to make ourselves. So if it's something that we Oof. can make, we make it in our shop. If it's something that we need to have machined, we have one or two machine shops that we trust to do it. We have lathes in the shop right now. I mean, I know it's, um, I'm looking at one where I can show you and the rest of the podcast won't be able Maybe to we see can, it, I can describe it. Case, okay. Camera's can, uh, moving to the side so of seeing the shop, everybody. <laughs> yeah. So there's one of the lathes, right? Oh, oh okay. Where am I? It's in the corner there. But yeah, so we have a whole machine shop in here. We have a little 3D right. printer there too for some of the newer rides. Oh, that's neat. So that's kind of, but then we don't, we don't, 3D printer is not for the Wonder Wheel. Right. That, that needs, that needs heavy steel. That's more for like little kitty rides. Understood. But, um, but yeah, we have a lathe where we cut all our wheels, where we cut all our bushings to size, because not all the wheels are the same. You know, you get on a roller coaster, all the road wheels are the same size. The Wonder Wheel, every single wheel is different. Wow. So, so it's not like we can buy one set of bushings for one, for the wheels. And no, every bushing needs to be cut per wheel. So it's, uh, it's challenging, but it's, it's funny in the winter when my brother taps me on the shoulder, he goes, we're going to need a new bushing. I'm like, oh, 
like, <laughs> like a three hour ordeal to change that bushing now because I can't just pop a new bush. Bushings are the brass pieces that go inside the wheels. Our wheels don't have bearings on them. They're just bushings on a shaft. Oh, like wow. Okay. Day. So uh, it's uh, going to have to change those. I'm like, oh, there goes what I had planned that, that day. But anyway, it's, um, you know, you work together, you get it done. Wow. So we have that. We have um, one of the secrets of the Wonder Wheel that um, not really a secret anymore because now everyone has drones that can fly overhead is um, <laughs> the weight of the Wonder Wheel isn't on its main axle. So you know how you have a Ferris wheel and you have like a main shaft and all the weight is on that shaft. Sure. Okay. So it's hard to figure out what happened, but we think what happened was when they first opened the Wonder Wheel, the shaft couldn't support the weight of the swinging cars because it was such a dynamic load. It would always change. So and rather than scrapping it, they decided to add like um, rollers, nine huge steel rollers around the shaft. So there's no bearing on each side. It's like, if you ever watch a cement truck, a cement truck doesn't have like a center axle because there's cement in it. it. All its weight is on the top and the bottom of the cement truck and it rides on these big wheels, kind of like a tire drive, but they're made of steel. I'll show you guys when you come to Preservation Con, anyone who wants to know, I'll show you guys yeah, how Yeah, we love that. But that's where all the weight of the Wonder Wheel is. And that was the... Uh, ingenious design that somebody came up with after the ride opened and um that's what saved the wheel in 1920 and that's what it's still running on today so the only the one of the major maintenance things that we do is we have to change those rollers every like 30 35 years and we wow. just changed them again uh we just changed them again i think five five years ago we did one side 10 years ago we did the other side so what what happens when they wear down it the whole thing just stops like how no it's it just... uh we, we catch it before it's just um they weren't even that bad. We just said, you know, it's been a long time. Let's change yeah. it. Okay. So we lifted it up to just see what was going on under there. And they were still in pretty good shape. But uh, I couldn't tell you what happens when they were. That's now, right now. All right. Well, good, good. We don't want to know. But No, we don't want to. <laughs> we, what we do is we keep one old one on the side, like a 10th wheel on the side. And when that one starts to turn and that one starts to touch, we know that they've worn down enough that we have to change them all. Wow. So uh, some little that's, secrets that I can impart. That's but honestly, for for 30 years, they're in great shape, but they're greased every single day. Yeah, I bet. And they we have, have somebody go up there checking that every single day for hours at a time. So there's a lot of maintenance involved. And then there's a track that those things ride on and those have to be replaced every eight years because that's a softer metal in the roller. So the softer metal that's easier to change goes out first, but there's a whole process. We could talk hours about it, but that's uh, that was the secret of the Wonder Wheel. And I think when uh, Intamin or Disney or whoever went to copy it, my father didn't let them up there to see what the secret was. So they couldn't build it. They couldn't build it as heavy. So when I looked, I, was, I remember when I went to Disney's California Adventure and I looked, I was like, let's see how their axle is. I was like, no, it's a regular axle. They don't have all the weight on. It. Wow. Yeah. Do you think so they tried to seal? Oh, that's fascinating. Well, I mean, that's, that's where you would that's go. That's one of the right? tricks. One of the secrets. That's really cool. That's fascinating. Yeah, I'm sure if you ever wanted to uh, have Acers, you know, back there for a little maintenance tour, just saying, you know, these these things are are fascinating to all of us. Um, we all. I also want to, since you know, coasters. Um, let's talk a little bit more about about Phoenix and how it's been. First of all, how's it been working with Vacoma? Uh, Vacoma is great. You know, I was just uh, they they had a rep come here yesterday, actually, which is um, the 16th when depending on when you're listening to this the 16th of uh july 2023 but uh he just came goes look i'm in the area i want to come you have any questions they've been really great like that so like me and the rep were hanging out and we're talking and we're friends now it's like i shouldn't say this but it's like i was like if we ever buy another coaster it'd be hard not to get a vacoma right. because i just i've had <laughs> such a great experience such great experiences with everybody in that company 
And honestly, the ma- I mean, I'm the maintenance guy. So the maintenance has made sense. Anything that needs to be done on the ride is accessible. There's it, It's well thought out. And again, you can't say that with a lot of rides. Like their ride is well thought out. Like when, I, when I'm looking at the bogeys and I'm looking at the wheels and I have to add something to make it smoother, it's done in a way where I don't have to take five things apart to get to it. I can just oh, loosen those screws, pop that in, tighten the bolts. We're good to go. It's just everything's smart. Everything's, you know, they've been around a long time. They know what they're doing. So I appreciate that as a mechanic. The guests appreciate how smooth it is. And it really is a more intense ride than you would think. So that's exactly what I said. I was like, listen, I've been talking to these enthusiasts and (laughs) I know we don't have a lot of space, but you got to try to make it as intense as you can, even though we only have like 200 feet by 70 feet to work with. And I think they delivered. I think for this, I think when you guys come for preservation conference and you see this plot that it's on, you're like, that's it. But it really, it packs a punch. What is the significance of the name? So it's funny because everything in Coney Island is named after like a natural disaster. You know, we had the tornado, we had the cyclone, (laughs) we had it's, and that was like the tradition. That's what you name things. You name them after natural disasters. And we were just coming off of COVID. So like it's no, we've got enough disaster. Let's go the opposite. Let's name I it after I love that. Yes. So rising from rebirth, the ashes. Rising from the ashes. And it was at, during we were building it. I think us and Velocicoaster were the only two coasters being built at the time in the United States that I know of. And um, I remember we had Ride Entertainment that that uh, put it together for us, and they were amazing. By the way, if there's anybody listening, they are great. They are so great to work with. Shout out to Ride great Entertainment. To work with. Ride yeah. Entertainment is great to work with. I mean, they really, we had, um, we had a, lot of, a lot of challenges because construction was closed in New York City. I mean, this is like, this is 2020, COVID shut down, everything's gone, nobody's in the office. And um, there we, we had so many delays, delays that would take most parks, would probably not come back a year. All in all, we were delayed one month. What? Yeah, and we wow. still had open before, yes. We were planning on opening Memorial Day. We ended up opening not even 30 days later. Despite despite months of delays, despite the Suez Canal being blocked at the time and us not being able to get containers in. Oh. I mean, but we, you know, and that's a testament to them and Vacoma working together and working with us and just, you know, I'm, I, I, I told this to the Acers at the, at the other conferences. I'm a big Star Trek fan and I like to quote, I don't believe in the no one scenario a lot. And we had several <laughs> no one scenarios and we just... There's always a way. If you put your mind to it and you really believe in something and you think that something can be a positive force, and I thought the Phoenix could be a, could represent such a positive force for New York City especially, because everything was closed. Yeah. But if you really believe in that and, and you just, if you believe in something so, you know, you put that into the universe, it'll, it'll happen. And if you're willing to work hard for it, it'll happen. That's so inspiring. I mean, you, yeah, you're right. No one scenario. You're like, here's this limited space. And yet we're calling Vacoma and yet we're doing this during a pandemic. And yet <laughs> we weren't open for 18 months and have no money coming in, but we found a way. That's amazing. I love that. Uh, well, congratulations on that. And it seems, uh, and wow, it seems, thank you. And thank you for you guys support. I mean, you guys, I think don't get enough credit for supporting the parks because we do what we do because we want to make people happy. It's not, I mean, we do it because it's a living for us, but I think for the parks that are, that you can feel when you walk into a park and you can feel a park has a little more atmosphere is just makes you feel more at home. I think those parks do it more for than more for than just money. I think they do it because they really believe in what they're doing. I think parks have a, 
I think in a world with cell phones and screens and digital devices, places like amusement parks can help reconnect us in an overconnected world. I think they can reconnect us to each other. I think they can teach us how to be with each other. Cause I like, sometimes I'm talking to somebody, I'm like, has this person never had a conversation before? I think when you go to an amusement park, you go to an ACE event, you get to be with people physically in person. I think it just helps you connect on a more human level. You know, we call them connected devices, but all they do is disconnect us from each other emotionally. Ooh, yeah, this is a, a bigger conversation for sure. But yeah, bigger conversation, <laughs> but that's why you should go to Preservation Con because you should reconnect with these people. You should, it's, it's, you know, it's not just about taking the perfect picture. It's about having a perfect memory. Yes. I mean, and what better place than a Dino's Wonderville? Then at, at any ACE <laughs> event, at any park, wherever you're at, even if you just want to take your kids to the playground, it's not even about our park. It's just about getting out there and being with people. And so then just are, seeing like, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, sorry, you, you finished. No, I mean, you can see it. I mean, you know, you're, you're on your phone and you, you can pick who you want to talk to. You can pick who only people who agree with every little thing you say. You know, I, I, I can find a club for all the crazy stuff that I believe in. <laughs> I can find a club that believes in that. I don't have to talk to those people. Right. So I think when you're out in public, you can see, you know what, those people, I don't hate them. We might have different beliefs, but we just misunderstand each other. We don't, we shouldn't hate each other. We shouldn't uh, hate somebody because we don't agree with every little thing they say. And I think you can see that at the parks. I think you can see people who are just there with their family and friends having a good time, just like you are. Yeah. You get to see a little bit more of humanity. A little uh, more humanity. I think that's mm-hmm. one thing the parks teach us. And I think a that's why um less filtered features. <laughs> yeah, less filtered. Exactly. Less filtered. I like that. And especially when you're at an ACE event, you know, we like to say we're all connected by coasters. Uh, oh, but you know, we have more in common. Finest. <laughs> exactly. That's what we do. We do puns, we do alliteration. <laughs> I love it. You don't understand. Like nerds are in now. Like where where where, where, where why couldn't nerds be in when I was in high school? Like Listen. I was like the nerdiest of the nerds. I mean Star Wars and Star Trek. You can't get worse than that. At least pick one. I had both. <laughs> I'm Disney and Star Wars, so I hear you. Like <laughs> me too. <laughs> And I became an environmentalist because Mickey Mouse told me to shut the sink when I'm brushing my teeth. That's right. Environmentality. <laughs> yeah. Before it was so political. It was like, yeah, save water. It doesn't hurt anybody to save water. Jiminy Cricket. Well, now we're all, we can all nerd out together and be proud of it. That's, That's uh, why I'm so excited. Yeah. <laughs> At least it came around. At least we're here. And as adults, we can, we can yes. change it. And uh, yes. future generations won't know what it's like to feel bad about the things that they're into. <laughs> I was I was teaching my kid chess for the first time yesterday. And I was like, he's going to be the coolest kid in school now. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> I know. All right. Back to the park. Back to the park. Right. Uh, is there room for more addition and future development without removing any rides? Not yet. Not now, yet. There, is, there, okay. there is a couple uh, vacant lots. We are nowhere near financially. I mean, we're in a big hole. Don't like talking about the bad stuff. We'll be okay. You know, mm-hmm. as long as it doesn't, a lot as long as the weather right gets now. better. Yeah. yeah. Oh. But uh, so, so we can't think about it maybe in a couple of years. I mean, I don't know. It all depends how things go, but um, there is a lot right next to us. I've uh, <laughs> taken some Vacoma coasters and plotted them in with my CAD <laughs> software. I can get yes. a space warp in there. I can get a space warp. Okay. In there. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, it would have to kind of go over Phoenix's um, entrance a little bit, but maybe we can do some kind of dueling flyby. But anyway, you, you, I'm like you guys. I dream. This is a dream. <laughs> but the Phoenix was once a dream, and then it became real. So, 
but I think not in the foreseeable future, but definitely thinking about it. But you're like doing roller to- coaster tycoon with your own park. Exactly. Which is really cool. <laughs> so weird, right? So weird. But and I'm yeah. jealous. And, uh, but like you could do it and then like, it's a reality. I mean, that's just, that's really cool. Yeah, um, there's a lot of steps, but uh, you know, don't tell anybody. My family's already going to kill me for the Phoenix. That's like, you right. made us get that. They would. It's, it's working out. <laughs> What, they're not fans? Are they not Phoenix No, fans? they're fans. I remember when my cousin wrote it for the first time, he got off like, whoa. <laughs> he was like, what? I still have the picture of him on the first time. His face is like like a kid's face, like all happy and excited. And that's what it's about, you know? Yeah. You know, that's why we built it. We probably could have made more money putting in, you know, little off-the-shelf rides. But it was about making something special next to the Wonder Wheel. The Wonder Wheel is special. The Phoenix is special. They represent. They were both built during a pandemic. The oh, wheel wait, was built during right. the 1918 pandemic. Oh my gosh. You know, I mean, they had social how many parks distancing can say that? that. It was almost like a full circle moment because when my grand, the wheel was built during a pandemic, the Phoenix was built during a pandemic. The wheel, when we're, my family wanted to buy it, nobody agreed with my grandfather to buy it. Everyone says we, we're still in debt. You know, we got this new diner. We have to make it work. He was the only one who wanted to buy it. He did it anyway. Phoenix, it was, I felt, I felt like, I felt like him at the time, like trying to convince the whole family that if this is the right thing. You know, everyone's people need parks. So let's let's expand. I think the future is in parks. I, th- I think uh, not just and then, you know, you have to you have to be careful of hubris, too, though. You know, that's one lesson that I've learned. You know, if anybody's out there, read Greek tragedy, you learn a lot. But um, you have to take yourself out of the equation sometimes. Say, am I just doing this because I want to do this? But I really thought about it. I, th- I said, you know what? It does make sense. Even though I want it to take myself out of the equation, I think Coney Allen's best days are ahead of it. So. Let's uh, let's invest here. Yes. Well, we love that. We, you know, it's not our money, but we love that. <laughs> no, it's it's you know makes makes sense to makes sense to me. Makes it made sense, sense to, to me. And even if I'm wrong, then we go out we go out fighting. We go out doing what we believe in. I mean, I I think just adding co- like that. That's if nothing else, just like to get a bunch of enthusiasts to there because they got to get the credit and write it. And then, oh, yeah, rediscover, you know, what maybe they forgot and be able to come. I mean, it all makes sense to me. And then you've got these other great vendors there. Can you talk about your relationship with the other vendors in your park? Yeah. I mean, you know, one thing I will say is this industry has is very kind. Mm -hmm. You know, even though we didn't we went with Vacoma, we talked to Chance. We talked to Mock, we talked to GCI, we talked to Gravity Group, we talked to we talked to everybody and they were all so kind and they've all become my friends. Like they all yeah. still come by, not just to pick, to pitch ideas, but just to like hang out. Have you and, ever been to IAPA Expo? I'm sure you have. Oh, every year? Yeah. yeah every every year, are you going this year? Yeah, I went for the first time last year and okay. I agree so with you. There. Everybody is so kind and they have no reason to be, they're not pitching me or anything, right. um, you know, right. and they're just great, fun, nice people. Yeah. Agreed. And I think, I think part of it, I mean, my wife was a salesperson for a while. So it's like, do I believe you? Or are you just a really good salesperson? But I think, uh, I think you can tell after a while and uh, they're just good people. Like uh, they're my friends now. Like we hang out, like, even though we didn't buy their ride, like sometimes they'll say it, like, I didn't buy your ride, but Gershlauer, like I'm still still friends with some of those people. It's, and they have some really cool concepts that we have in the back of our mind for the future. But again, it'd be hard not to get a coma. I want to know all the things. No, you can't tell me. I know. I want to. There's certain things I can't say, but. um, We're recording. We're recording, maybe live in person. (laughs) But anyway, but the vendors that you do have, all all good relationships, all. All great relationships. I mean, Zamperla is probably the main one because we have a lot of their kiddie rides in our kiddie park. So, uh, you know, we're, you know, I consider myself a personal friend with, with that family because we dealt so 
closely with each other. And um, Chance, we have a Chance Flying Bobs, our uh, Thunderbolt music ride that we've had since 1992. And wow. we're always on the phone with their parts department getting parts. And, you know, it's one of the reasons why we were thinking about a Chance roller coaster in the beginning is because we already had a relationship with Chance. We just didn't have the space for something like that. But yeah, they've all been very good and very kind. And they've become like extended family. Like Chance is great. Uh, even SBF, we've had, we've had uh, as of late, some, some good dealings with, I think what other places we have, Majestic, uh, our bumper cars, you know, we've been dealing with them since the 1980s. And uh, then of course, Spookorama and Wonder Wheel is all uh, in-house. So okay, we're the well, you, you mentioned Spookorama before, but I didn't hear what it was. Is this like a haunted house? I've not so been it's a, it's a haunted house. So it's an old pretzel ride. It's a 1955 okay. pretzel ride. You know, we've updated it. Uh, but you couldn't tell. So, you know, underneath the cars are now computers and frequency drives and all the fun safety stuff that they didn't have in 1955. But the inside is still your janky pretzel ride with um, <laughs> maybe one or two holograms that'll say, <laughs> I was trying to think, what, what do you think? Yeah. What do you That's think we should show. do? Like, I was thinking like put an SL, like a, an uh, SLC in there and say, and had people's <laughs> heads banging. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> I was like, uh, I love that you admit you're like, we kept it janky on purpose. Like that's part of it. Yeah. yeah. It's I mean, funny because me and my father, actually that was my father's idea because I was like, you know, we have this one turn and this one turn messes up with the springs in the car. So I'm like, dad, can we take this turn? And he goes, no, it's a pretzel ride. It's got a whip. And I was like, yeah, but it breaks all the springs. So anyway, he won that argument that the whip is still in there. We're still breaking springs, but. <laughs> I got to get on that. I have to see that for sure. Uh, what yeah, else? Definitely. Uh, there's a question here that I have because I reached out to a couple friends um, with, with questions that they might have for you. I'm not totally sure what this one means, but do people ever get confused with which rides they can access with all the entertainment offerings in three areas? Yes. So that, so we have, there's us in that question too. So us in Luna Park, we share a fence, okay. but we have different ticketing systems. So when you buy a ticket at Luna Park or you buy the wristband at Luna Park, you can't use it at Dino's Wonder Wheel Park and vice okay. versa. You can't use our, that's one of the reasons we don't sell a wristband because then it'll be way too confusing. Okay. You know, if we sold the wristband right. and they sold the wristband, it'd be too much. Now, if there was a park hopper wristband, that would be wonderful. Ooh. But anyway, I'm getting ahead okay. of myself. So we just sell individual tickets. You know, hopefully one day we can share it. You know, okay. that's something we all have to talk about, but it is, it is confusing. And uh, that's why we always offer refunds and we always tell people this is only good at Dino's. It is not good at Luna Park. So, you know, we lose a little business that way, but at least we're not lying to people. Is there a third area? Um, there's, there's the two of us. And then there's okay. some smaller independent, like there's the Eldorado, which is an old bumble car ride that's probably from the 60s. That's like a disco inside, which is an awesome bumper car nice. ride. Like we have bumper cars, but they're the classic bumper car ride in Coney Island. So anyone wants to go on those, I recommend, I recommend giving that a shot. And we're very good friends with the, uh, proprietors of that place nice. one other manufacturer that i forgot to mention is miler you know everybody loves a good miler and they've yeah. been excellent to work with and you know our first design for that area before the phoenix was actually a high miler but anyway oh. behind the scenes yeah okay so clearly i've not been to coney island i've never been to the area but i can't wait to come and visit so what would you recommend for me if i'm visiting the area for the very first time any special gems any food items any things that you think that i cannot miss well i think i think the gems you know is the cyclone and the wonder wheel and for ace the cyclone is going to be king it's the king of, of coasters course. and colony but um but i think everything's there you're going to ride the cyclone you're going to ride the phoenix you're going to ride the wonder wheel you're going to ride the Spookorama. I think the XD Dark Ride, which is a Trail Tech uh, Dark Ride. I mean, they're, they're pretty much everywhere. 
but we do a pretty good job maintaining it. I think our 3D is um, pretty good because a lot of that is maintenance intensive. And I think our 3D is, is one of the better ones. So that's uh, that might be a hidden gem. Uh, Nathan's hot dogs, mm-hmm. kind of one thing you kind of have to do. Anybody who likes Mexican food, there's um, Dona Zita is right next to the El Dorado bumper car ride. And they have pretty, they have awesome tacos there. So that's like a, a little hole in the wall hidden gem. Okay. Anybody wants. So I always go there for tacos when I'm in the mood. Any good you know, ice cream? Fun. I'm an ice cream person. <laughs> you know, there's Coney's Cones, which is Luna Park's establishment. That's pretty good gelato. I haven't been okay. up there in a while, but um, it's it's right next to our park. It's uh, Coney's Cones. So they have good ice cream over there. That's the one place I would recommend for ice cream. All right, we have like Italian ices and stuff. Uh, <laughs> not here, unfortunately. Oh, no. <laughs> you know, they do have they do have gyro. So right across from the Phoenix, there's a place called um, Big O's. And they have, if you want, if you want a, a nice gyro, like some gyro, they, gyro. That, that'd be the okay. one place. And uh, Gregory okay. and Paul, Paul's daughter, actually, Paul's daughter, which is, um, you have Nathan's. Then as you continue walking past our park, you have our pizzeria. And then if you pass our pizzeria, you go to Paul's daughter. Paul's daughter has been around for a long time. And they, um, I grew up eating their food. You know, yeah. that store used to be my grandfather's store. Aww. So now it's Paul's daughter. And um, they actually have a pretty good lobster roll pretty good okay. burger but but everything on their menu is pretty good too so that's uh i would say if you're in coney island i would say nathan's and paul's daughter if you really feel in mexican food it's not gonna be the best mexican food you ever had but for coney island it's pretty good is uh donazita but paul's daughter i like that place a lot you know a lot of people always go to nathan's but paul's daughter's got got the goods too and getting there i mean this is pretty basic information but like what would i mean you live there but in terms of like getting there what what's the best airport you know that transportation LaGuardia or JFK are the closest. And, mm. uh, you know, depending on where you're staying, uh, subway is always the easiest. Parking right. is, um, parking on Sunday is free, but it, there's not that many spots. There is the MCU, um, not MCU anymore, Mamadities Park. It's the minor league baseball stadium where the Brooklyn Cyclones play. And they have a parking lot that you can use too. So that oh, would be great. the parking lot that I recommend. It's um, probably about four blocks away from our park. And it's right next to the Thunderbolt roller coaster at Luna Park. But, uh, but yeah, that's, that's where I would park if you can't take the subway. Any must check out merch? Um, <laughs> merch person, souvenirs? <laughs> well, we might, we might be passing out a small little something okay. at, at, pres- at preservation. But um, there are some stores on the boardwalk. There's the beach shop, which is a great place for t-shirts and stuff. And I would recommend that place. It's right All on right. the boardwalk. The beach shop. Got it. Yep. They're pretty good. And then finally, this final thoughts here, uh, preservation. It's such an integral part of ACE. And it also clearly is really important to you and important to your family and to the park. So how does it feel to be part of ACE Preservation Conference? I know you've said you're excited just to have the ACEs there, but in terms of it being for preservation conference, how, how does that feel? It feels it feels right for me because uh, we do have the cyclone and the wonder wheel, which are two things that have to be preserved. You can't just leave them alone; they will fall apart. And I think uh, Luna Park does a great job with GCI in maintaining that. And you know, we put everything we have into the wonder wheel. You know, and that's you know, when you're when you're preserving something, you're not doing it to make money. As much as the wonder wheel is our cash cow, you're doing it more because you love it. You're doing it because you believe in it. You're doing it because of the history of it. You're doing it because you think that history is important, you know, and I think that's what preservation kind of is about. History is important. You know, you know, you, you know, the uh, adage, if, you know, those who don't study history are bound to repeat its mistakes. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think, you know, that that's, 
there's something to that. And why not preserve history of something fun like a roller coaster? Because there, the, that history, when you, when you ride that cyclone, you're riding a ride that Walt Disney rode to inspire him. So imagine how it can inspire you. You know, there's, there's just unlimited possibilities there. And I think there's something special about riding something that's 100 years old, knowing that it was there before World War, when World War I had just finished. I mean, we think about all the history that's gone on, all the technology that's happened, and you're still riding that same ride vehicle. And how that inspired people 100 years ago might inspire you to do something great too. Writing a piece of history. I think that that's, yep. that's what it's all about. Well, we couldn't be luckier to be able to come and visit your park and have preservation conference there. I couldn't be luckier to have preservation. Con. <laughs> it, it's an honor. I just want to make sure I tell you guys that it's a real honor. Thank you guys for thinking of us and all, and all the parks. I'm sure feel the same way, but it's a big deal. I know it's a big deal. And I'm really, really honored that you thought about us. And I, I love you guys. I really love you guys. Thank you. Oh, we love you right back. And I love you for being on the show with us today. I know you have about 15 minutes before you have to get no, out we made there. It. We so... made it. Nobody called. It's wonderful. <laughs> I know. You were telling me your radio might go off, but I think I, I thought I heard a beep. But j- anyway. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> no emergencies out there nope. today. We're so... not open yet. So we That's have 10 good. minutes. Everything's well, been tested. Everything's inspected. We're good. I got here early today. You're good to go. Well, thank you again so much, DJ, for being here. And uh, really, we, we can't wait. Preservation Conference, again, is August 25th through the 27th. And you can register right now, enthusiasts. Go to ridewithace.com, click on the events calendar, and get registered and go to New York. Can't wait to see you there. DJ, thanks again. Last words thank to the you. Acers. If you come, I'll give you some secrets that I haven't told anybody else. So make sure you come. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That just sealed it for me. I'm getting my tickets right now. (laughs) See you guys there. For more information on Dino's Wonder Wheel at Coney Island, check out dinoswonderwheel.com. And that's Dino, D-E-N-O. If you can't make it to Preservation Con, you can visit Dino's Wonder Wheel anytime between Palm Sunday and Halloween, as they like to say. Between Palm Sunday and Memorial Day, they're open weekends only. Memorial Day through Labor Day, they're open seven days a week, weather permitting, of course. And then Labor Day through Halloween, back to weekends only. They're also on Instagram at Dino's Wonder Wheel, on Twitter at Wonder Wheel Park, on Facebook and YouTube as well. Ace is also everywhere you consume your social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, now Threads, Pinterest, LinkedIn. Make sure you're subscribed to Ace's pages on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, and Discord. Follow us everywhere to stay on top of all the coaster and park news coming out and to hear what your Ace membership has to offer. And if you haven't joined Ace yet, what are you waiting for? If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast and give us five stars if you can. Rate and review. And if you have any questions, comments, or podcast episode pitches for us, please reach out to podcast at aceonline.org. Thanks for listening. Hope you get to ride a coaster today. Ride With Us is produced by the American Coaster Enthusiasts, a registered 501c3 organization. Visit ridewithace.com for additional information, and we will see you at the parks.